Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, everybody? This is DJ DeMers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 188 for Wednesday, December 16th, 2020. How's it going, onesies? Not many more times are we going to be saying 2020, huh? We're getting close to the end of the year there. Uh, Who knows what's going to happen? I have got some stuff to talk about this whole week. Um... I got an update for you guys on the limited edition one man podcast, 200th episode box collectors edition box, uh, limited edition collectors box, uh, whatever we're going to call it. I visited my, uh, my brother. I, uh, I went to eat twice at a new place. I'll tell you guys about that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh my gosh. Another meal box came to my door. I did two bonus episodes of the podcast recorded this week. Um, I watched some stupid YouTube videos that I feel the need to tell you guys about because it kept me in bed for like 15 minutes. There's a lot of things that keep me in bed, but this one, uh, this one, this was like, I got to start my day. Son of a bitch. Look at this thing. Um, so that was that I did a spot at absolute comedy on Sunday and yeah, and I'll just tell you some odd little ends and things like that. Some, some comments that I made that triggered some people. So, uh, let's just dive right into it. Shall we? This episode, by the way, actually coming to you guys on time again ready in advance for you. I'm uh, my new note taking system and everything like that is helping me be a little bit more organized plus getting stuff done. I've already recorded an interview today. So all the equipment's out, that always helps too. It's like getting, uh, getting ready to go to the gym. It's like getting to the gym is the hardest part for me. Setting up everything for the podcast is the hardest part. Forgive me. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am just, I don't know. I'm having a bit of a, a bit of a congested day. Is it the vid? Do I got the Rona? I don't know. Are we going to find out? I, I feel fine. I just Actually, I was running up and down the stairs, uh, not just for fun, because there's nothing fun about that, but I was just grabbing some stuff downstairs, prepping, getting some, uh, just uh, basically just doing a bunch of work uh, in between podcasts while something was was downloading itself off the recorder. So I'm just up and down, up and down. My system's like, oh, oh, are we doing this? Okay, well, let's clear everything out. Let's make room for all this exercise. Eh, it's not happening. Calm down. Leave all the gunk in there. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Where do I start? Um... Jeez, I'm so excited, guys. I've been working hard this week. I have like lived and breathed this limited edition collector's box. Mm. Start it right off like some of my, my listeners love me slurping my coffee. Mm-mm. I had to. The The foam on it was... The crema was uh, going to go over the edge of the cup. So I slurped the crema, avoid accident, spillage the coffee all over the equipment. No happening. I slurped the coffee. It's no problem. Um, so, oh boy. All right. Well, let me just, let me just get right into it. Okay. I'm going to tell you guys about what's going on with this box. 
So I, I started the process of like, I've, I spent three days at my place, which once we're all said and done, I'm going to give them a huge thank you, a huge shout out, a huge promo, including the, uh, the rep who's taken care of me. So if he happens, he's also been started to listen to the podcast just so that he has an idea of kind of like what we're doing it for. So if he's listening, big shout out, big thank you to you. Your hard work has not been, uh, for nothing. Um, I, I'm super, super excited about this box guys. So a few updates. I was telling you guys, I'm going to do it and everything's going to be this, that, and the other. So let me give you uh, an update as to what's going on. So some of the items have already been ordered. So we've already gone through all the artwork process. Like, um, in order to, to, to get you guys in, in on board the same, the same pace I am is when you, whenever you do promo stuff, it's like, you can order shit online where you're like, I want 10 of these cups and I want this to be what's on it. And you get, you get mugs and whatever. And sometimes it's like cheap and you know, you pay a few bucks per whatever it is. I'm not doing that route. I'm not going to, to, to ask you guys to pick up a box of stuff that you could just build yourself online or that you could pick up for pennies. So I'm not, I'm not looking to sell you something. I think I made it pretty clear in the last episode that I'm not just, it's not a cash grab. In fact, the way things are going, it looks like each box is actually going to cost me a little bit out of pocket by the time we're all said and done, but I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. I'm, I'm depending on how it is. I'm kind of okay with that based on, I just appreciate the support. So the fact that you guys want a box full of my stuff makes me super happy. So just having said that the way it works is like, I, I sat down with my people, all right, my team, my marketing team. Uh, I basically went to their offices and, and I sat down with them and I told them like, I got a list of stuff that it is that I want to make. And then it's a matter of like going through catalogs or the inventory that they have there in the office and just looking at tons of different stuff. And the reason I did this is because I didn't want to just like, I, I made a list with a, a friend of mine, uh, a little shout out to my pal, uh, Isabel, who, uh, who has worked with me on many marketing gigs. And the two of us kind of went through some ideas of some really cool stuff for, for a collector's box. There would be stuff that you would use. So I've said this to some friends and whatnot in, in chatting. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, I don't want to give you guys stuff you're not going to use. So I'm not loading this thing up with like keychains and lanyards and pens and stuff like that. Like first off, if I was gonna give you a pen, it would be uh, the hundred bucks would be for the box right there. Like that would be the pen because no, no cheap pens are, are worth their cost of printing. They're like promo items. And, and a lot of them are like, you use it and you lose it or, or you never use it because it sucks. So the kind of pen that I would want to give you, like I still shop at Staples and I'll pay 15 bucks for three Uniball pens. Like I, I'm big on pens and I would never, I would never give you guys some, this is just true of everything that's in the box. I would never give you guys something that I myself wouldn't use. I'm telling you right now, this is going to turn into a relatively big commercial for the box, but it's, I, I think you'll find it as fascinating as I have been finding it. Uh, I've, I've done t-shirt runs and stuff before. I've never done some of these other things. So I'm actually pretty, pretty excited learning about them. Some of them are like, oh, Jesus, they're, they're pricey. But again, they're such good quality. So fascinating and cool stuff that you would use that I'm like, I couldn't help myself. Some of them are like, yeah, we got to do it anyways. We got to do it anyways. I gotta, I gotta get this for them. So, um, let me start by saying that when it comes to ordering stuff, it's all about, there's a lot of things to consider. So for starters, the coffee mugs that I've ordered are, uh, they're black. So black exterior and they have an orange interior, 
Okay. And then it's got the one man podcast logo on the outside. So they're actually really cool looking mugs. Um, they've got a different design. They're not your standard, just flat bottom round outside. Like they've got a little bit of a tapering to them. They're, they're nice looking mugs. The logo looks nice. But the thing is when you print stuff, when you print logos and things on, on stuff, the way it works is like, they have to create like these silk screens to print. And then it's like, per color, right? So it's just like one paint color that goes on and then another paint color. That's why sometimes you might see logos on items that you're like, well, that kind of looks like the logo, but it looks like a shittier version. It's because they had to take something that had maybe like seven colors and try to make it work at a four or whatever. So you'll see sometimes like, it just looks like they blended or they, they did a shit job. And it's really because they were trying to save money because every single color that you hit something with is an extra cost per item. So I just want you guys to know, I did not pull any punches on the, on the, the logos or the looks or anything like that. So everything that we did and we played with, uh, made it look like, um, made it look good. So everything is going to look good. Everything is going to be quality. Um, so in terms of that, so I want to say that I've got, <clears throat> Jesus, this is going to drive me crazy. Wait one sec. Yeehaw. So, um, everything I got, like I said, is going to be practical and it's going to be quality. So the list of stuff that I've got is I got the coffee mugs. I've, I've actually, those, that was one of the things that we actually had in the uh, office. So I was able to, to pick it up, feel it, you know, and, and see that it was like a quality thing or whatever, looked good, felt good. Um, so they're already on their way. I actually have uh, one man podcast notebooks. So really nice, uh, like 98 sheet notebooks. Um, they're like the, the same kind that you would find at like chapters or a stationary store where it's got like the, the hard cover, the elastic band around the outside, the logo is right in the middle. It even comes with a pen, which is nice, but like quality notebooks, uh, those are gonna be included. And it's really cool because the, uh, the notebooks are black and then the elastic band that goes around them is orange with the one man, uh, podcast, just the dude, just the standing dude logo on the outside looks incredible. Super, super cool. Uh, those have been ordered as well. So like we've already finalized the artwork and everything like that on those. They look great guys. I'm super excited about those. Um, we got water bottles coming like double walled, nice water bottles. I think the water bottles, like by the time they're landed with the logoing and everything like that are like 20 bucks a piece. So they're like, they're quality. They're very, very quality. And again, we're doing the cost. I think I was telling you guys about how things work. So like I said, you hit things with color and sometimes it's like, you know, you don't pay extra for the second color or whatever it is, but you pay extra for like the setup charge. So having said that, my original commitment to you guys was that I was going to do 20 boxes and, and then that would be it. Only, only these 20 boxes have these items in it. Unfortunately, the way things are for ordering, some things just have a minimum quantity of like 72. Like, so the mugs minimum I could order was 72. And the idea is like, you have like a setup charge, like I said, per color. So it might be like a regular setup charge of like 60 bucks. And then when you do an extra color, it's an extra, you know, X amount. So it all ends up, you know, you have your cost per the items, then you have your setup charges, then you have your cost per color, then you have your, uh, like your art fee, because there's an artist, uh, who has to basically convert your art into the stuff for the, the stuff, the, the, the items. <clears throat> and then you have your, your freight charge. So the cost for them to, to deliver it to, uh, to the warehouse where I pick it up. So the, the whole thing is like, there's like this, 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 and that, and, and those, those extra charges are regardless. So some things like I could order like 12 of the water bottles, 
but the idea is you're still paying those costs regardless. When you're paying like an extra $100 in setup fees and color fees and artwork and delivery, your cost per unit goes up exponentially. And I know you guys are adults and you know all this, but just in case you're like, hey, I can find these these mugs for like, you know, six bucks each. I'm like, hey, I did find them for six bucks each, but by the time we added this, 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 and this, they go up in turn. It's just how it works, um, especially with the quality items and stuff. So um, what I'm trying to say is, uh, some of the things it didn't make sense to just order 20. So the minimum quantities for some of the things were like 25. So update number one, we're going to go from 20 to 25 of these boxes. Um, so that's, uh, that's just the minimum. Some of the things are minimum 25, even the boxes themselves. So I have, uh, found a supplier that has really nice all black shipping boxes and, uh, something I'm going to do for you guys. So when people order is each box, I'm going to have a custom made sticker for inside the lid, um, personalized to you. So whomever you may be, uh, you know, my buddy, Mark, uh, listener to the podcast contributor, uh, Mark has already said like, I want one I'm, I'm in pre-order whatever. Uh, so for example, you know, it would open it up and would say, Hey, thanks so much, Mark blank for, for, uh, supporting one of my podcast, 200th episode commemorative box, blah, 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 box one of 25 or whatever it is. If any of you guys have a number preference that you would want it to say, the sticker will be made personalized for you guys, however you want it. And then on the box, um, I've also ordered like black and orange tissue paper and black and orange, like crinkle, like packing, I don't know, crinkle. I don't know how to call it. It's like, it's not like packing peanuts, but the whole, but it's the same idea it's, it's to protect everything that's in there. So yeah, like I've got these really nice boxes. The presentation is going to be great on them. All the items that are going in it are nice. Um, as it stands right now, we are doing, uh, we got a t-shirt coming. Very, very comfortable t-shirt. I played around with several different t-shirts, <clears throat> excuse me, in the warehouse till I found ones that are very comfortable, like the old American apparel style that I used to get. The company's called Anvil. If you want to check them out, it's a tri-blend that's very light, breathable, comfortable. We're getting uh, those made up. With the one man podcast logo on the chest, uh, it'll be silk screen printed. Um, so super, super nice. That's going in the box. Um, we've got, uh, the water bottle, as I mentioned, double wall, that's going to have the one man podcast cover image on it. So my stupid face staring at the logo, that's going to be on the, on the water bottle. They're black bottles with orange tops. Super, super sexy guys. Very nice water bottles, like metallic screw top lids. Not like the ones that you see, you know, that everyone gives away the plastic, you know, protein shake shaker bottles. I'm not, I told you, I'm not giving you guys anything that is less than, you know, top of qualitya. So those are going in there. Um, I'm still working on the hats. I found a super nice, like, like cotton mesh. I think it's cotton. Anyways, it's super breathable material. I think there's some spandex in there too. Uh, cotton mesh, new era hats. So they're all black. And then I'm going to have like a 50, 50 split on the hat. So some of them are going to have just the J, which is the top of the dude's head on the one man podcast. Uh, and half of them are going to have the one man podcast logo, uh, on the top of them. So when you place your orders for your boxes and of course, based on your size. So that's another thing too, getting your orders in sooner rather than later is before this stuff is finalized. Um, I can actually order the right quantities of size of hats. So these hats come in small to medium and medium to, or sorry, large to extra large. So same with the t-shirts. If you want your t-shirt, like I'm going to have to just order, uh, a bunch of them. It's not finalized as of the time of this recording. So if you guys are like my day one listeners, you listen as the episodes come out. Um, if you're interested in one of these boxes, please, please contact the one man hit me with 
Would you want a hat that was small to medium or large to extra large? And if you wanted a t-shirt, what size t-shirt? The t-shirts are unisex, all right? I'm very mindful of that. I'm not like getting a bunch of dude shirts and be like, all right, ladies, enjoy their unisex t-shirts. Uh, they look fucking great. Let me know what your size would be. Um, and we can, we can do that up. I think it's the hats and the shirts are the only things that we really have to worry about sizes. Um, in terms of, so there's something, <laughs> there's something that I've got in the, in the, the box. I'll have to actually establish whether or not these I can afford to put in the box or not. Cause this is, it's very niche and very specific to me, but I actually managed to get, uh, whiskey glasses with a laser etching of my, my J for Josh Williams, uh, logo on them. Uh, I'm super, super excited about these. These are things that I would probably sell at my whiskey tasting, or whatever. They're not cheap. Uh, by the time, like with the laser etching and everything like that, um, they're about, I think they're about like 12 something landed per, per glass. So they're pricey. Um, but it was just too, it was too in my wheelhouse not to do. So I think it's the kind of thing that I would sell after shows. Like I'm going to start, um, now that, you know, I'll have enough quantities to be able to bring them with me is I'll probably, you know, be drinking my whiskey out of these things when I'm doing shows. And then if someone was like, what was that? I'd be like, Hey, I, uh, I sell these after the show, you know, it'll be like a little $15 collector's item and more towards the comedy. But if you're adamant about one being in your box, uh, you know, I would, I, I could figure that out for you. Um, I'm not saying it won't be, but I have to do the overall cost. Because again, I want to keep these boxes at 100 max 125 before shipping for you guys. Uh, my US listeners uh, know that that's less for you. I'm talking Canadian dollars. So my US listeners will probably still be at 100 bucks max uh, for you guys before shipping, right? Depending on where you are, that's a different story. But um, my commitment before was like, you guys be the only ones that have these items. My collector's edition box people, um, I'll guarantee you that you'll get everything at cost. So I'm not going to put less than that much amount. I'm not going to give you 60, 70 bucks worth of stuff and charge you hundred for it. Like I said, I'm not looking to profit off of you. I'm looking to just get you a box of really cool shit that you'll use and enjoy. Um, I've also got uh, playing cards. So again, thick double laminate UV Vegas style poker sized uh, playing cards with the one man logo, uh, podcast logo on them. Uh, those are uh, coming down the pipeline as well. We're just finalizing like a lot of this stuff. I'm still finalizing the, the notebooks and the coffee mugs done. They've been approved. The artwork went out. Uh, this came to me this morning. I approved it, send it back. The orders are placed. Um, water bottles and some of the things I'm still waiting on digitization. Uh, the hats, I did not mention this. The hats actually are going to have the 3d puff logo styles. So super quality new era hats with the puff 3d style. So it's not like it's not the guys, I am not going cheap on anything here. Everything is being hand tested. Anything that I cannot, um, that I'm, I'm on the fence about, I'm, I'm double checking. So I'll give you an example. Um, I saw, I was looking through backpacks. Izzy had suggested me backpacks. I'm like, backpacks is a super cool idea. The only thing with backpacks is like some people like, like the style is way too hard to, to pick one style that everyone would love and use. Um, a lot of the ones I saw were like, you know, gray and they're, you know, RFID pouches and things like that. And the price of the packs on their own, like minimum average was like $50 for just the pack minus the setup, minus digitization for embroidery, like all this, the backpacks like landed would have cost me like 70, $80 each. And then that's hoping that the style I picked is good enough for you guys. You know what I mean? Like they would have been quality bags, but is that your style or do you have a backpack that you prefer? Maybe you don't like the, the gray and it doesn't go. So 
I, I was about to be like, you know what? I just don't think the backpacks make sense. I can't ask people to spend, you know, more than half their, their collector's box budget on a backpack that they may or may not like. And then I found one in a magazine that was perfect. It was actually, it looked like it was orange, black, and white. So it's already the branded colors. It looked more like a, kind of like a, you know, uh, a soccer field kind of bag that you throw your shoes and your soccer ball in. So it's not, it's not super fancy. Um, but it looks good. It looks incredible. And it's the kind of thing that I can see throwing your gym clothes and shit in the back. So it's something that you would, you would use. It's not your go-to for something pretty, but it's something you use. And they were like 10 something a piece, uh, to start. Right. So, I mean, there, they'll be double that by the time they're, they're landed, but, uh, minimum, but I have ordered one because in the magazine, it was listed as uh, red and black. And in the picture, it looks blatantly orange and black. Um, so we've actually ordered one for two reasons. One, we want to see if their version of red is, is realistically more an orange and they're just calling it that. But the main reason is at $10 a backpack, I don't feel like that's super quality. And like I promised you guys, I'm not putting anything in this box. That isn't quality. So if I want to, I want to take it. I want to tug on the stuff. I want to pull it. I want to play with the zippers. I want to, I want to stuff it full of shit and see if it comes apart. I don't want something that looks kind of cool, but like you bought it at a Walmart and you know, the first time you put it on the stitches come out or whatever. So, um, I'm, I'm looking at it. If it, if it ends up being good quality, if it ends up being like what I want it to be, um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be one of the most wicked things in this, uh, in this this box. Um, it's so it's, it looks super, super cool. Um, hell I will even, uh, if, if even one person asks to see it, I will post the, the would be backpack, um, on, uh, on, on the, on the social. So that's all. I just want to hear one person say, oh, I'd like to see what this backpack, just so I know people are paying attention. Um, so yeah, backpack, uh, looks good. If it, if it's as good as it is, guys, it's a fucking other awesome thing in the, in the box. I've also got, uh, a tote bag. So not a big shopping bag, a smaller kind of like 10 inch by 12 inch tote bag. Just if you're, you know, you're bringing shit around and you don't want to use a plastic bag, something a little stronger, great looking tote bag. They're, they're, they're great and good price. Um, I've got uh, phone stands. So just something you put on your desk, got the logo on it. You can stack your phone. And I can't tell you how many times in this last week I would love to, I have one, but it's like a little almost like a little compass where it sort of opens up and folds out, whatever. But this is something that's awesome. It sits in your desk and it's even got pen, hole, uh, pencil holders, pen holders, whatever do either. It's versatile, uh, in the back. So even when you're not using it for your phone, it's still a stationary holder or whatever. It's actually super, super cool. Um, these things, these ones are ones that for you guys, I'm not going to cost. Like, I think my landed cost is like, I don't know, two or $3 for each one of these. And these are things that unfortunately I had to buy 150 of cause they're so small. Um, so for a print run, it doesn't make sense for them to do like 10 of them. Uh, so like I said, I, I can't promise the exclusivity, but I can tell you that after shows, I'll sell these for five bucks a piece and I will profit on them. Um, for you guys, the people who order the boxes, I'm not even going to associate them with the cost. You know what I mean? Like that's just something I'll throw in for free. Not to mention the, the, you know, stickers and business cards and all sorts of extra free promo stuff for you guys. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, to that kind of cool stuff. Um, I've got, uh, I think the two last things, at least from my list here off the top of my head is, um, I've got the, I don't know what to call them. They're like, they're like things that stick to the back of your phone. Um, like, like a phone wallet almost. So it's like a, a thing that sticks to the back of your phone. I've actually given away lots of these in some of the marketing things that I've done. And, uh, 
So it'll have the one man podcast logo on it. And then you stick it to the back of your phone. It's black. So it's not going to clash with the vast majority of people's, you know, colors on the phone. And if you don't want it, no worries, give it away to somebody else or whatever. Um, but the vast majority of these, it's like you slide a debit card in. It's basically just a little sleeve to, sli- to, to slide a, a debit card in. But I found uh, from experience that a lot of people, like it's just one card isn't enough. So the one that I've got actually sits two cards and the phones will still fit in the stand uh, that I'm providing with it as well for, uh, you know, with the, the extra thing on it. So you can put like, you know, a debit and a credit card and your phone and you don't have to bring your wallet. I know that the ladies really like those because of the fact that you know, that to have to carry a clutch for your cards as well as your phone. Well, now you can just carry your phone. So, uh, cool shit. And then finally I'm, I'm doing a meeting with someone tomorrow. I was like three days to guys going through all of these different uh, things to find the, the right stuff for you guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, um, uh, USB drives. So these are ones that I think are cool because not only do they, they brand nicely, Okay. Uh, they're like a credit card USB drive. So it looks like a credit card, but there's a portion in the middle. It's almost like as if you're uh, regular debit or credit cards, um, where the, the near field communication chip is right. Like the little, the little slide your chip in. Imagine if that, just that little section flipped out and, and stuck in a computer. So they kind of look like that. So the idea is if you're someone like me, who is always losing USB drives because you stick them in your pocket or you forget them when you go somewhere, you know, you, you use them and they're small. Well, a, these things stand out like a sore thumb because they're huge or the size of a credit card, but they also go back in your wallet nicely. So you don't have to worry about throwing it in the bottom of a backpack or your pocket or something like that and, and losing them. It's nice because if you bring stuff like me with logos and, and documents and stuff that people are always asking for headshots, whatever it may be, um, you'll, you can have your information on these guys. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to preload, uh, these USB drives with a bonus episode of the podcast. So again, while I'll have extra drives, um, I will have, uh, only the ones that come in the boxes will have a bonus episode for you guys. There's a, I don't want to, I don't want to promise anything for the episode, but I'm working on a few different things, uh, a few different options. It could just be an extra episode or one of the things I'm actually toying with this idea, whether or not it's the 200th episode bonus. So just it's 200th episode and here's what I'm doing for the 200th episode. Or if it's going to be a bonus just for you guys in your box. Again, I think I'm going to use the, uh, like if, if there's so many people who are excited about this box, then I'll save it for you guys. Fuck it. It'll be something special that I did for, for just the people who are like, you know, the, 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 the echelon of the onesies and I'll give it to just you guys. Um, alternatively, if there's not a lot of, bu- I mean, shit happens. I get it. It's, and it's uh, COVID. There's not, you know, I'm not suggesting that everyone should, you know, rush out and buy this thing. But, um, if, if there is excitement, whatever, then I'll, I'll, I'll save it for the people who are super excited. It'll be for the, you know, it'll be something for, that's just for you guys. Um, alternatively, I'll do it in the episode and I'll just record something extra, something fun and special. That's just for you guys. I'll have it preloaded on the USB so that when you, uh, you get it and I could probably just send you some extra, you know, I'll, I'll like everything else in this box. I will find a way to make sure that it's quality and it is totally worthwhile. And that is something that I can easily promise will only be for you guys, uh, on the, uh, on the USB drive in the box. So, so backpack, t-shirts, hats, water bottles, coffee mugs, USB drives, whiskey glasses, playing cards, phone stands, notebooks, all that fun stuff, shit that you will use all, uh, all in the one man podcast, uh, limited edition, <laughs> 200th episode, 25 limited edition boxes. So contact at one man podcast.com. 
Let me know if you're interested in this. I will be posting some pictures and stuff like that. I've already got about three, four pre-orders on this. So we're down to 21 boxes at this point. And this is just people like word of mouth. So I mentioned the last episode. Um, that's my chair, by the way. In case anyone's like, are you ripping ass? No, I'm not ripping ass. I am just moving in my chair. I just happen to be fucking heavy. Uh, <laughs> the chair's like, um, so let me know. Let me know if you're interested. Cool. We can figure it out. I'll, uh, I'll also, I have no idea what the box weighs or anything like that. So the 200th episode will actually be coming out, um, mid, I think the beginning, early March, you know, and we're only two weeks away from January at this point. So we're still, you know, this episode 188, we got 12 more episodes, but it takes time for some of this stuff to get made, put together. I need to, to find out, you know, for those of you who are interested, like I said, um, just to stress this last point before moving on to a different subject, um, let me know if you're interested, if you can, if you're picky, uh, this week. Okay. Cause I've got, I've probably got honestly about 48 hours from the time of this, this podcast airing to choose the sizing of shirts and stuff. So, um, I've decided that for like the 25 t-shirts or whatever, we're going to do like three quarters. Um, like we're doing it in thirds, large uh, sorry, medium, large, extra large. Those are like the average t-shirts. So if you're a small and you want small pre-order your box, I will specifically make one of them a small for you. Um, you know what I mean? If you need double XL or triple XL, you got to let me know. It, it goes in with the order. Cause once I've ordered the shirts, there's nothing I can do to, to, you know, I can't order a single shirt. It's, it would be through the roof. So, uh, this is very much an urgency, get it in, you know, um, cause even if you're like, Oh, I, 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 uh, I could use like, you know, I'll just go with a large or whatever it is. Know that if I get seven larges who order the box before you, you're going to have to choose medium or extra large. So the more people who let me know their sizing, the more I can go, okay, I have nine pre-orders for larges. So let's alter these, these numbers a little bit. And, uh, you know, and we'll make it even for what's left kind of thing. Um, I know this sounds like fucking me, 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 but, but I just, I, I want, I want you to be happy with it when you get it. I don't want you to wait and go, oh, I'll take one. Oh shit. I needed a, a large or whatever it is. So, um, I want to make sure that, that all the orders go in and then I will split whatever's left. I will split between the three sizes so that there's something available for, uh, for whoever's there and whoever's left. Same thing with the hats. Tell me, do you want the, the small to medium size or the large to extra large size? There's two sizes for the hats. And also Shaw, funny enough. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. That's my, uh, my headphone. Okay. Okay. Chair. Listen, I understand you're uncomfortable. All right. So am I. All right. But we're in this together. Uh, you know, the, the more I have to address your noise, the longer it's going to take me to get off you. Um, for the hats, there's two logos. There's the J from one, you know, the, the Josh Williams logo. And then there's the, the full one man podcast logo. If you have a preference for hats, also let me know. Um, because again, I'm, I'm doing it a 50, 50 split with the hats and then 50, 50 with, with sizing at that point. So, uh, really helps me to know. All right. That's, that's it. That I promise you that'll be the last anything going forward. will be like, Hey, still time for limited edition boxes. Contact one podcast.com to place your order. That's the only thing that you'll hear going forward. Or, uh, you know, if you're following on the socials, which I definitely suggest you should, um, you'll get a couple little sneak peeks of some of the stuff that's, uh, that's headed your way. So, uh, yeah, that's her guys. Thanks for listening to that, uh, that infomercial. And it burned a great amount of time on the podcast. Do I ever feel happy? So, um, I got to visit my, uh, my brother, his wife and my nephew. I did a little bit of electrical work for them. That was a thing. Um, but on my way home, I remember I was just, I was hungry. I had a, a full day of running around and stuff like that. And I ended up popping into this place. 
called Halibut House. All right. My buddy, Peter, listener of the podcast had, uh, had recommended it. It's out in the far end of town. And, um, I remember driving up and I was, I saw in the window, it was like Sunday, Monday, uh, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, haddock, haddock, is it? Haddock's a fish haddock for nine bucks. And I was like, ah, shit, it's Wednesday, you know? And then as I, I'm like, well, whatever, I'm still going to try it. I could, I could go for some fish and chips, whatever. Um, I go inside and, uh, I see like Wednesday, $10 cod. And I'm like, whatever, there's a deal for Wednesday. I'll take it. It was Wednesday. Uh, I may have left that out, but, uh, I go in and I was like, oh, this is great. I sit down at the, the table. I'm like, they bring me a menu. I'm like, not even necessary. I'm going to go with the daily deal there, the $10 cod. And they're like, okay, great. They bring it to me. Tons of fries, chips, uh, on the plate and a giant piece of breaded cod. And it was like, it was a square. It looked like for Canadian listeners, a beaver tail, if you know what that is, like it was pretty big, like a beaver tail. Um, and then for anyone else, it was like, it was like five inches by nine inches large. Like it was, it was a big piece of fish. It wasn't super uh, thick, but it was tons of food. And then what I really liked, uh, was they gave you a squeeze bottle of ketchup and a squeeze bottle of tartar sauce. So I know there's a lot of people that even on the Simpsons, they had a thing with Homer complaining about the tartar sauce. We'll get you your tartar sauce, Mr. Burns says. Um, but it, you know, a lot of places they'll, they'll give you a, you know, a nice piece of fish and then you get a tiny little, you know, smaller than a finger washing bowl, right? Like the little lemon water, like smaller than that thing of tartar sauce. You're like, how am I supposed to, you know, dip this entire piece of fish in at first off, it's the thing's way too small for you to even fit your fish in right? You put a little square of that on your, your fork. You're never going to fit it in that bowl. And on top of that, like if I took it out and, and smeared it on my fish, I can get none of this covered. None of this covered. It's almost like there's like an unwritten rule that like they got to, you got to ask for more tartar stuff. It's fucking mayonnaise and relish. You cocksucker. Give me, give me the fucking most. So this place, they treat you like an adult. They go, you know what? Here's your fucking tartar sauce, right? They give you the responsibility to go. It's a lot of power. So don't just, so don't abuse it. And you go, okay, I get it. And I did not, but I had, I had the tartar I needed on that fish and it was so good, right? I ate the fries first. The fries were phenomenal. And you're like, well, fries are good. These are like, these were like chip wagon fries or food truck fries for anyone who doesn't know what that means. So it was like, it was like they were, they were a right level of crispiness on the outside, soft on the inside. They were great. Now I had, um, I had tried some, well, I guess I can get to that, whatever. These were fries that were good fresh. I was sitting in house to eat it. So I got it. It was ready. It came to my plate. I started eating it right away. Um, the batter on the fish was crispy, light and crispy. The fish was cooked perfect. It was the best. I, I mean, I can't, there isn't a single fish and chips I've ever had in my life that comes to mind over this one being the best. So I was very happy. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I got to tell somebody. I immediately take a picture of it and, and put it on the social media and then I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I drive past my mom's on the way home. I'm like, maybe she would be interested in uh, one of these fish and chips. So I'd asked her, um, I was, I was asking, um, I was trying to think of myself. I'm like, oh, would she, would she like it? I'll, I'll bring her a piece. Ah, oh, fish and chips. Sorry, gang. I'm like pausing this thing like crazy because my phone's blown up, which is great. It's great. <laughs> it's great that I'm this busy and I'm doing, uh, what is it? I'm doing uh, a lot. Like, again, the phone's still going crazy. Drive me nuts. But good. It's good being busy. It's good uh, working on different stuff. Like I'm booking potentially another podcast with uh, on someone else's podcast and all the fun things going on. So a little distracting. So I totally lost my train of thought of that. But I know I was talking about bringing some fish and chips home to the old matter. So I decided 
mom deserves some some fish and chips too. Just basically because I was a lunatic and I'm like, these are so good. I need someone to agree with me <laughs> that this is super good fish and chips. So I asked the 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 server, I said, um, hey, this is great. I want to get one. Can I get one to go, please? And I just said, can I ask you guys to kindly uh like whatever you put in to go for the tartar sauce. And I assumed that they would just fill like uh, one of those little plastic cups with the tartar sauce, right? You know, the little round ones that you get. Um, I just thought they would fill it with that. So I was like, whatever you, I go, I love that you guys leave it on the table. I'm like, whatever you do, can you just give me like twice the amount that you would normally put in for that? Just as I, I go, I just, I love, I love what you guys have done here. Um, it's so good. Everything like it was, it was an in-house made tartar sauce. Delicious. And so, um, they're like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I grab the thing. I drive. Like it's a 20 minute drive to my mom's place from where I'm at. So like the food's getting cold. So as soon as it's done, it's already like, it's not how I had, it. I was done the meal before this one would even get to her. You know what I mean? Like that's, so I got to try it infinitely fresher than she's going to. So I, I fly back I drop it off and I go into the bag to like give it to her. I'm like, yeah, mom, check this out. And it was like, they gave me nothing in the bag, nothing. So this thing was a square box with the fish and chips in it. No ketchup for the fries, no vinegar for the fries. If that's your thing, uh, no tartar sauce. And I was, I was like, what the fuck? So I was kind of bummed out because I'm like, I'm, I'm like raving this thing off. It's already like colder and it doesn't have any of the sauces. She's like, well, I got tartar sauce. I'm like, yeah, but their tartar sauce is pretty goddamn good. Anyways, um, I liked it and I liked it so much that my, uh, my pal is, and I were looking for an excuse to get together, um, yesterday, Monday. And I was like, Hey, you want to grab lunch at, uh, this, this fish and chips place. And so I took her there for lunch for, uh, for what do you call it? Uh, it was my little Christmas gift to her holiday gift. Um, and so we went and we had that and it was good. It was funny too, because she was like making fun of, or not making fun. I was making fun of her for sure. And, uh, <laughs> so we're there and they serve us, uh, you know, our glasses of water, or whatever we went on Monday. So we had to have the haddock day, which was fine. It was also good. So for what it's worth, this place, nine bucks for haddock special on Sunday and Mondays, regular price, 14 bucks. And the cods regularly 15, 10 bucks on Wednesdays. So you're getting like five bucks off. You know, you're getting 33% off on the, the specials days. So delish. So anyways, we, we, we sit down and they give us, uh, our two, uh, cups of water and they put two straws on the table and she's in her early twenties. And so she's like, ugh, single youth plastics. <laughs> I was like, I laughed because I'm like, I do like that. The, the younger generation is more conscious of that kind of stuff. And they're like against it. It's funny because I don't use straws. I don't think I, I, I it's not like I never have, if I say never have makes it sound like I've never, I've had straws before, but I'm like, I can just, I, I was busting her balls. I'm like, look, I don't even need the one single. Look, 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 look. I've taught myself how to drink without a straw. Pick it up. Sip it. <gasps> look at that. Right. And so I'm just, I'm teasing her and I go, well, it's not single use. If you just take it home and use it 500 more times, <laughs> just keep that one straw, rinse it out, use it over and over and over again. Then it's not single use. So I was, I was teasing a bit, but I do like how, how socially aware it is. And that, in fact, that even came up in my, uh, my interview with, uh, with, uh, well, I throw that out there with Bob, Bob Bloomer, the surreal gourmet Bob Bloomer from the, the, the food network. I interviewed him today and that comes in on Friday, a little bonus for you guys. You're welcome. Great episode. Um, but I'll, I'll come back to that in a second. So that, that I, I mentioned that to him too, cause he's big on, on not wasting and stuff like that. So I just said that that was busting her balls. And then when I was driving her home afterwards, we, we did a, this one, I'm going to rant a bit. All right. I'll try to make it quick, but there's going to be a bit of a rant associated with this one is I, uh, we went through the drive through of Starbucks to get uh, a couple lattes. I was dropping her off and 
Um, I think it's funny. I think, uh, she gave me her phone, which had the, you know, like her Starbucks app. So it was, it was on her very nice, um, to scan, right. The little code scan it. That's the thing. So it's funny. They're reaching out with this big, you know, those big square laser things and I'm reaching out a big square phone and they're like right next to each other and she's moving it around and I'm moving it around. It looks like these two phones were fucking missionary position. That's what it looked like. Or sorry, these two pieces of electronics, and they're just moving them around and they're not quite scanning or anything like that. It's just this weird, you should have seen it, but it was like, I'm holding it out. She's holding it out. And we're just like rubbing our, our electronics together. And then she went, ha ha phone sex. And I don't even think the woman heard me, but like, Izzy got immediately uncomfortable in the car and she's like, and so anyways, the woman's like, yeah, I'll be back with you. Drinks in a sec. And then it just goes like, you cannot say that to someone. And I was like, what? She's like, you cannot just say like phone sex to a girl. You're going to make her so uncomfortable and da, 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 da. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and now here's the thing. This is my pal. She can call me on my shit. I, I'm, I have no problem with her speaking her mind at any time. So before it makes it seem like I'm not trying to, 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 you know, build her up like she's some sort of, you know, bitch or whatever. But, and I think, and again, her heart's in the right place. Cause she's like, you know, you can't say that. Here's the thing. The woman didn't even seem to care. Like the, the, the argument that we got into in the car was she's like, well, what if she goes, well, what if you had like, she, she's like, I believe like, I know you well enough to know that you wouldn't want to like upset someone or make them uncomfortable. I'm like, of course not. I'm like, well, maybe to a certain extent, just, just uncomfortable enough to laugh awkwardly, but, or not awkwardly, but make it, make it so, you know, the, the, the discomfort is a source of release with the laugh. The laugh is what I'm always going for, not to make someone upset or, or feel scared or uncomfortable. She's like, well, you can't just say, phone cause you have to understand so to some girl. I'm like, she's like, well, if she said to you, like, like that offends me, I'd go, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. I would have definitely, I would own my action and I would apologize for it. She's like, yeah, but you need to understand so many people are like not comfortable enough to own that. Well then too fucking bad. And I don't mean that like with so much confidence that like, fuck this person. What I mean is you, you want me to own my shit, but other people don't have to own theirs. That's this year's the Here comes the fucking rent, baby. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of the problem with the world right now, in my opinion, or a big one in the sense that I think people, I, I think accountability is incredibly important. So what I mean is. You can't go around not saying things in the chance that somebody else might be uncomfortable and might not be comfortable enough to even own their feelings. So you got to walk around pre-editing yourself all the time so that you might not like, and I'm sorry, but yeah, saying goofy, stupid shit's kind of my thing, kind of my thing. So this woman came back and then we started cracking jokes with each other, whatever. And I even look at her and go, see, see, she's fine. You know what I mean? Like she was being funny with me. She was, she was busting my balls. I even said, did you want me to like go? She's like, we got to wait for your, your third drink. We made a mistake. So I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. Thanks so much. And uh, I said, did you want me to like pull over to the side and wait? And the she's like, she's like, no, 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 we don't do that. It's fine. You just wait a second. And then we like chatted for like another 10 seconds. She was telling me something. She's like, yeah, if you could just pull over there and wait in the side. I go, oh, really? And she goes, no, I'm fine. Like she was fucking with me too. It was great. But the idea is, like I said, my friend's heart was in the right place. And I do get like, you couldn't go up to some strange woman and like make like a fucking rape you or whatever. Like, like that's, that's fucked up. You can't, I'm not saying you can say whatever you want and, and no one's ever going to mind. But what I am saying is that if you say a good natured joke, right, these two phones trying to whatever, these two pieces of electronics rubbing on each other and this and that haha, <laughs> phone sex, like that's yes. I get that even to bring up the subject of sex, well, don't say it around anybody because someone may have gone on a camping trip with an uncle. 
right? We all know that maybe something happened. You can't, well, if I said something about a car crash, well, oh no, you, you never know. Maybe that person's parents died in a car crash and they're too sensitive to say that it's a sense of, like, I'm sorry, but you can't, there's always going to be somebody who might be offended by some topic. So I, I, my policy is I will be fully accountable for anything I say. If I say it and then someone turns around and goes, Hey, I didn't like that. I go, I, you know what? I'm really sorry. I, poor taste or just a stupid joke. I, I, and I, and I'm definitely sorry for saying, and then you, and you adjust, okay. They don't like that. You don't keep going with it. Right. I'm not going to be like, well, I'm doubling down. Fuck you. Like I'm saying that I'll take accountability for my shit, but I, I'm not, I'm going to say the quote again. Uh, those who cannot control their emotions want to control other people's behavior. If you're fucking triggered by something, you got to own your shit first and say, I don't like that. I don't like when you talk about that or that, that offends me or that upset me or I'm, I'm not comfortable. I apologize. Poor joke. Won't happen again. That's me taking accountability. That's you taking accountability. And that's how communication and proper, healthy psychological communication happens. That's, that's in all of the fucking psychology books. So how all relationships, not just romantic ones work is somebody does something. You don't just say nothing and expect them not to do it. And that's how you build resentment too, towards other people, people, you know, people you don't know is just like not telling them that what they're doing bothers you. And then just kind of like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to rock the boat. Or I don't want to say something uncomfortable, say something. I'm not trying to put all the onus on them, but I am saying that like this fucking culture of you don't do anything because someone might get offended. Like, here's the thing too. If you're, I'm sorry, if you're, if you're, um, if you have a disability where you can't speak and you can't express yourself, different story. That is a, an allowable caveat, but just that, well, they might be uncomfortable if they said something not good enough. Sorry. I can't alter all of my life's behavior because you know, you are too scared to say something. Well, guess what? That's, that's what gets you walked on in life. And it sucks. Don't get me wrong. I know firsthand I've been the guy who didn't want to rock the boat and let people do and say things to me. And I'll tell you this. I am infinitely happier and more respected just by owning my shit. Someone doesn't mean I don't like, I don't like that. I don't appreciate it. I, I, I even do it half the time uh, with, with people in the household and Jason be like, Oh, you fucking guys talking about your feelings. Da, da, da. Like a fucking idiot. But I'm like, you know what? But I know I'm doing the right thing because if I tell you, I don't like something, you keep doing it. I know fully and completely that I have expressed it to you and you're actively choosing not to respect what I've told you versus the pussy way, which my, my good friend, good natured, good hearted friend believes, which is just, you know, you just don't do it in case that person's too scared to say something. Sorry. Sorry. It's what happens when you don't own your shit is, is other people take advantage. So if it, and like I said, at the end of the day, this chick was super cool with it. She was super cool that she was even busting my fucking balls afterwards, which was great. Absolutely love it. So I just, for, for those moments where we don't, you know, where we, we overcompensate. And right now, like I said, the scary, everybody's walking on eggshells, overcorrecting. It comes from that where you're like, I, I thought like you, yeah, you can't coddle everybody. And like I said, you could literally find a subject matter, you know? talking about, Oh, I had a great, I had a great pizza. Well, someone's dad could have choked to death on a fucking pizza. Goddamn president years ago, almost choked to death on a fucking pretzel. You know what I mean? So like you could find a subject that seems fine, but somebody somewhere is, it's a sensitive thing to them and you can't just say it because what if, sorry, doesn't work like that. Can't talk about nothing in the chance pre-edit yourself, you know? It's not, it's not, I'm sorry, but I'm not network television. I'm not, I'm not trying to cater to the lowest common denominator, you know? Um, so I appreciate my friend, but I, I did get into it with her cause I'm, I'm actually getting to the point where I'm a little, I'm fucking over 
let's put it this way. Those people too, the ones who can't stand up for themselves. Like, it's funny that they're the ones, I'm going to say this. Oh, Jesus. Where is my fucking soapbox? I'm getting on it. Hope it can hold up 300 pounds. You know what I mean? Hope it's not like my fucking chair, you know? But, uh, I, uh, they're the ones who end up being the social justice warriors and, and know that social justice warriors are not the heroes that they, they think they are. Um, that's why that nobody ever brings up social justice warriors in a positive light, not in any of the circles that I've ever, uh, I've ever cruised in. What I mean by that is a lot of these people are the ones who go, you know what you're doing is offensive to some people. No, 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 Susan. It's offensive to you. Only you're not saying, Hey, what you do, what you do, what you did, what you do bothers me. What you're going is, Oh, it bothers. What you're doing is, is tough on little Timmy over here or or little Sally. What you're saying is offensive to Sally. Fuck you. Sally can speak for herself. Timmy can speak for himself or whatever fucking name I picked. They can speak for themselves. You are hiding behind them. You fucking coward. If something bothers you, own it, own it. And you will be infinitely more respected than the cowardice that you show. Jesus Christ. Do I ever feel angry? But these these are the fucking people who are ruining everything for everybody right now. There's nothing wrong with you saying what you do bothers me. That is, that is courageous. That takes fucking balls to own your feelings when someone does something and to call them out and say what you did, what you said is, is abusive to me. It's hurtful to me. It's offensive to me. I respect the shit out of that, but the people who hide behind somebody else, it bothers them and they blame someone. Oh, well, it's offensive to this person. No, 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 no. It's offensive to you and you won't own it. So that's my policy. I love every individual. I do. And I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't, but I am sick. I'm sick. I am fucking sick of editing myself in advance in these small chat. Like the idea that I could make someone laugh, but I'm not gonna in the slight off chance that I might offend someone. And if I do offend someone and I know I've offended them, I just go, Hey, I'm sorry about that. Won't do it again. I'll own my shit. I'll own it. I'll take accountability for it. But to me, it's like a positive, like I'm going to risk the positive response in exchange for the laugh, you know, and for the, and and the slight risk that I might fuck up guys. I have jokes that aren't really offensive. They just might bomb. It's a fucking risk. And yeah, I take, I'm a motherfucking risk taker. Wow. I'm fired up. Wow. I'm even like pulling back on the voice because I can get way fucking louder, but that's, that's how I feel about it. I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't. And I mean that sincerely. And if you have the balls to say, Hey, I don't like what you said. I don't like that. Uh, my apologies. I, I appreciate you. I appreciate your accountability, your level of ownership of your own feelings. I appreciate you communicating that with me and, and letting me know so that it doesn't build resentment to our, uh, between us. And it doesn't, it doesn't hinder our communication going forward. Love it. Love it. Love you. Everyone should be more like that. You fucking social justice warriors hiding behind other people. You don't like something. So you take up the cause and then you, you pull some kid or some other person in front of you and go, what you're saying hurts these people. No, it bothers you and you don't have the fucking balls to own it. And you're setting the entire human race back because your whole, your, your, the whole way you're doing it is, is, well, you know, it was a great episode. 
It was. I, I felt very positive. Man, I, but I'm loving talking about this. Can you tell I've had three cups of coffee today? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that somebody who, you know, even the social justice warriors, I, I can't say their hearts are in the right place. Because I know that the va- the vast majority, there's maybe the few, there's actually, the, the thing is, there's, there's people who are for social justice, myself included, but not to the point where I'm going to hide behind someone else. I used to say for years that when I, 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 when someone's like, oh, you can't tell those types of jokes because you might offend so-and-so. Well, I was like, I don't, then I'll let so-and-so tell me that they're offended by it. Like I would hate, I would hate to think that my friends are telling fat jokes that are funny, but they're all like, oh, here comes Josh. Shh, shh, shh. Don't tell, don't, 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 not around Josh. It's going to offend Josh. No, it won't. For starters, A, it won't. And B, the idea that I would be excluded, right? Like that they're telling jokes that I don't get to hear because they're, they're censoring me. They're deciding you don't fuck it. Like, like that's one thing that drives me up the fucking wall. You do not decide what I get to hear. You do not decide what I get to think is funny and what's not. That's why I hate censorship. I'm an adult and I believe in all of you as adults too. I believe that you can hear things for yourselves and you can make your own decisions. People like social justice warriors and things like that. We like, you can't say this. You can't say that. Fuck you. Your, your, your level of, of patronizing and condescension to the rest of society. Like you're the ones who get to hear it and you're the ones who decide what gets to go and what doesn't get to go. Fuck you. All right. And like I said, the onus is on the individual. I, if I'm present and somebody tells a joke and another person goes, I don't like that. I'm the first one to back you up. If that other person pretends like, ah, fuck you, whatever. I'll be like, yo, they just fucking told you and you're not respecting that. So again, like showing people respect is, is incredibly important to me, but I'm saying right here and now, if you can't, if you don't have the balls to own your feelings, your level of expectations that everyone else should go around and not say things because you can't fucking handle it or someone else might not be able to fucking handle it. Sorry. That's doggy dog, man. Darwinism. It's in our nature. Right? You respect somebody if they tell you something, but if they can't be bothered to communicate it, to to expect that you're just going to just not, the, I don't know, I don't think you should say that because somebody else might, fuck them. Respectfully, fuck them. When they've had enough of getting walked on, like myself, I, I speak from experience, when they've had enough of getting of getting walked on, they'll they'll start to speak up. And if they never do, it sucks and it's sad, but the, the you know... Hey, take this medicine. It'll cure you. I don't want to take the medicine. Well, what do you want the medicine to do? Find its own way to like, it doesn't make any sense. If the cure is this, then you got to do the fucking cure. That's just how it is. And it is the cure. It's not a slight little treatment. It's the fucking cure to being walked on is owning your shit, owning your feelings, being accountable for them. Anyways. All right. Stepping down off the soapbox. Happy holidays, everybody. Which is the other one I want to talk about. (laughs) That's another one that kind of kind of gets a bee in people's bonnet or whatever. Um, I don't know if I've ever talked about this in the podcast before. I've definitely talked about it a few times with some other people, but that's one that, that bothers a lot of people is this whole, like, you know, uh, Merry Christmas turned into happy holidays kind of thing. Per, it's funny because my position on it, like I, I now say happy holidays. Um, I'm not like, it's not like I lost the fight. It's just kind of an exploration of the entire thing for myself. God damn it. I'm going to go, I'm going to go over an hour again. Look at this here. I mean, fun guys. All I have to do is, is potentially start a war with social justice warriors. And, uh, what else? Ow. Snap myself with elastic band. I don't even know what that elastic band was on. Really. I hope I didn't need that. Um, I, <laughs> fuck. What a day, man. 
man. I guys, I feel so I have I have so much it doesn't sound like it, but I have so much positivity in me uh because of the fact that like I've just got I, there's so much cool shit going on, man. My my excitement levels because of this box. Anyways, all right. Let's get back to the happy holidays thing. So, when that first started happening where people were like, you know, hey, you can't don't say merry christmas, say happy holidays. Like it's funny because like here's where I was coming at from like a psychological point. And I, I think, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I think that, that a lot of people had the same sort of re- response to me, uh, or as not to me, as me, to the, the whole switch it to happy holidays. It's like a lot of people are like, oh, war on Christmas. It's like easy, easy. So here's my thing. I, I would just say, you know, May, Merry, it's holiday season, you know, uh, Merry Christmas, you know? And then, uh, you know, we got to that time where people started going, oh, it's, uh, you have to say happy holidays. I'm, what? So I get to say happy holidays. And I remember, I remember having this feeling of like, you know, well, fuck you. Like I can say Merry Christmas. Nothing wrong with saying Merry Christmas. Like, but from a psychological standpoint, like here's the funny thing to me is I'm not religious, never have been, never have been. And so Christmas, I didn't have a dog in the fight to begin with. What bothered me was that I was just trying to be nice. And instead of someone being like, oh, thanks. Or, you know, or happy holidays to you. Or like, say whatever you want to say. What, what bothered me was like, you know, I said something nice and then I was being corrected. Do you know what I mean? So I got this, like, instead of like, Hey, here's something nice. Like, here's a nice sentiment. You know, it's met with like, no, I don't want to say hostility, but it's just like, it's like, I don't know. It's like someone poked you in the eye. You're like, what the fuck? So that's what I, that's what, what kind of bugged me at first about it. So like in the moment, which is usually how most people found out, you know, you'd say, hey, Merry Christmas, like happy holidays, you know, or you're supposed to say happy holidays. And it's like, you know. Even, even I think if you've said Merry Christmas, someone happy holidays, like nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's an issue with that. You say you're preferred, you know, they say they're preferred. So I don't think it was like when you're like, Hey, uh, Merry Christmas. Like, Oh, you can't say Merry Christmas. You have to say happy holidays. Uh, fuck you. (laughs) Now my, now my good nature towards, you know, Hey, goodness towards you is now a, I'll tell you what, why don't you take your fucking, your corrections and go fuck yourself. (laughs) Right now, these are people owning their feelings, but I think I think that's what it was because, from a psychological standpoint, when people feel attacked, they attack back, right? So you say something good naturedly, right, or in a good natured way, and someone turns around and corrects you, you're 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 now completely thrown off from like you're like oh like it's it just gives you that eh, and people get defensive. So now it's like, well, no, I can say Merry Christmas, nothing wrong with that. No, no, no you have to say because there's another. So here's the thing. So in a logical state, just thinking about it right on my own, I was just like, well, you know what? For starters, I don't have a dog in the fight. So I think that for me, I got a bit because A, it's something that I've always said. So when you just say all of a sudden one day, oh, by the way, you can't say that anymore. Right. <laughs> I mean, imagine those guys in the South when they were told, right? No, uh, I, I, what I'm saying is that like, it's, it's something it's not, okay. I'm not saying it's okay to say, it's just, if you've always said it, there's got to be a little bit of a, a thing. I would almost like, I would have almost lubed it up. Right. So like when somebody says like, Merry Christmas, you actually go happy holidays or whatever. Actually, you know, it's funny. I've, I've got a new policy where I will say, so if somebody offers one to me first, I match theirs. Right. There's no point. Cause I even know that if someone goes, Hey, Merry Christmas. And you go, Oh, Merry Christmas. Or if you go, Oh, happy holidays. There's that chance that I go like, you know, they might be thinking, oh, like they just, they didn't want to match mine. So I'm kind of like, it's like my same policy with a handshake and a fist bump now with COVID different story. But my policy was like, if you offer me whatever, whoever offers first, you go with their thing. So if you offer me a fist bump or a handshake, I just, I match what you've offered. So when you go to like shake someone's hand or offer them a fist bump and they just pick the opposite, it's like, no, we're going with what I want. It's like, you know, Hey man, it's almost like, you know, when two people come to the intersection first, you know, whoever got there first, 
they get to go first, right? My same thing. If I flash my, if two cars at the same time and one person, I just, you flash your lights, you don't go, you go. No, 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 you go. Because now both people go and it's like confusing and all the bullshit and it's awkward. My my policy is if I get to an intersection, someone flashes their lights for you, me to go. I don't go, no, no, you. Like that, anyways. The idea is just that I match whatever it is that the other person said. So if someone offers me one first, I just match it. No hostility, kindness. But if I'm in a position where I'm going to say it, I just say happy holidays. Because it is, like I said, it is more inclusive, right? It's not something that like, I'm not betraying my faith because I don't fucking have one. But it was just something, like I said, for me, it was traditional. That was just the nice seasonal thing to say because that's, you know, yeah, it was it was pretty much exclusive to, you know, to, to Christians or whatever, not part of that religion. So I was just used to saying it. So the first time I, you know, the first couple of times I said it and I was met with, actually, you can't say that. You have to, my, my, my initial, right. I felt like I was being attacked for what I had said. And so, you know, your natural psychological response is, you know, attack back. So uh, actually I can say fucking Merry Christmas, go fuck yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Like that kind of attitude. Now I'm like, you know what? It doesn't hurt to say happy holidays. There are other holidays and it, it's totally fine. Right. I'd say it by choice. And it's funny too, because now I, I say happy holidays and these people go, Merry Christmas. Like I see them like back at me and I'm like, that's fine. And that's one of those things where I am okay to edit in advance because I could totally, totally be unintentionally, you know, I know a lot of Jewish people. I know a lot of Jewish people. I love my Jewish friends. I could easily, Merry Christmas. Well, that's kind of stupid. I was thinking about this the other day. I actually had uh, one of the members of my staff back when I ran the open mic Mondays, um, one of the servers, Linda, who's amazing. Uh, Linda's vegan. And I remember like for a while, every year I was buying the, um, my serving staff on Mondays just because of all their hard work. I would just get, you know, go to the store, get several boxes of like lint chocolate or something like that. And then just, here's a little, Hey, thank you for all your hard work over the course of year. Just a nice little Christmas. Thank you. Well, one year I gave Linda a box of chocolates Well, she's vegan. That was stupid. Josh, that was insensitive, even though she didn't give me shit about it. But, but I, when I gave it to her and she's like, I'm, she's like, oh, thanks. I'm sorry. I'm vegan. I was, and I knew she was, I knew Linda was vegan. It just wasn't something like that was, I'm not saying it was insensitive. Maybe it it was to an extent, but it was like, but at the same time, like the gesture was kind and Linda thanked me for the gesture, but it was one of those like, oh, well, fuck. If I had taken just a half second to think, as opposed to just what automatically came, you know what I mean? Which is another reason I'm such an advocate of like, when you get someone a gift, personalize it a little bit, right? So that it's, you know, shows that you know something about them. So that was just one of those things where I'm like, ah, fuck, I, that wasn't really thinking of me. There was lots of times with my ex, she was allergic to almonds where I would just get something that had almonds. And a lot of times I knew she was, but there was just the odd time where I would fucking forget something was so good that I, like, I was like, oh, it's so fucking good. I got allergic to almonds. So I, I, you know, there was the odd time I was like, oh, I want to do it. And she's like, almonds. I'm like, oh, duh. So like, it's, it's, you're, you're capable of it, but I think it's like a, um, you know, a meet halfway. I mean, you walk into a synagogue and say, Merry Christmas, you're a fucking idiot. And that's on you. Um, I guess all I'm saying is that when you say happy holidays, there's a lot of people who are like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying Merry Christmas. Okay. If you know for sure that that person is, is, you know, Catholic or Christian or whatever the ones encompass that, then, then by all means, if you're not sure, why does it hurt to just, to, to be more blank? Like, here's what you risk. You risk being more inclusive. It's not like happy holidays means you're not Christian anymore and that Christmas isn't among it. You're not like happy anti-Christmas. That's not what you're saying. Mary, Mary, not my holiday. Like you're just saying happy holidays, the holidays for a lot of people. Right. Anyways, that's, that's my thought on the whole happy holidays thing. As I, I offer back whatever I'm offered, 
right? So I don't piss anybody off. I don't care if you say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. I celebrate on a religious level, none of them. So I don't have a dog in the fight. So why would I get my fucking back up about something? Even though I did, even though that's what I'm trying to say, like from a psychological standpoint, it made sense. It's something I always said all the time. It was always, an, uh, it was always like one of the nicest things that you could say around that holiday, right? We all laugh about how, why, are, why is everyone so nice to each other on the holidays? And then we treat each other like shit the rest of the year. So it's that whole, like, it was just like, whenever you said it, it was like, ah, and then like a nice thing. And then, and then there was just this time where we started saying it and all of a sudden people were like, you can't say that. And you're like, wow. Right. So it just felt like you were being reprimanded when you were trying to be nice, which is definitely like, you know, hand something to somebody, slap it out of your hand. It's just like that kind of feeling. So naturally we would be, you know, a little, you know, upset with it. But all I'm saying is, but then I think about it, I'm like, well, I don't have a dog in the fight and I don't really care. And, and when I say happy holidays, mine's in there too. You know what I mean? It's inclusive. So it really doesn't make sense to be angry about something that just works better. It's like, it's like getting mad that you have a fucking computer when all you had a typewriter before. Man, it's a war on typewriters. No, it does the same thing and more. Why would you not want to progress? Anyways, see, like I'm saying, like, I yell at the social justice warriors, but I'm saying like, if you're in the right spot, like it doesn't bother me. I'm owning my feelings. I don't give a fuck. And I'm even owning the fact that like, I'm not going to blatantly take or risk hurting someone when it doesn't affect me. Right. I'm not crushing a joke in order to, to say happy holidays. Whereas like, I'm not going to walk around and never tell jokes because someone might be offended. You see the contrast there? Just in case you're listening, Susan, I'm trying to weaponize Susan this week. Every, every week I'm going to weaponize a new female name until you cannot, uh, or, or genderless, but preferably female, whatever the fuck you call it. Uh, cancel me. Um, all I'm saying is that like every week I'm going to try to weaponize another, another name until there's no names anymore because they're all weapons. Stupidest thing ever. How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? Um, I told you about my fucking, my two trips to the, the fish and chips place. Uh, I've, I, I, I did an interview. I did two interviews this week. One of them I did with my buddy, Daryl Purvis. We had a great time. That one is going to be available on Christmas day or any other day, that particular date, December 25th, that also shares it. But Christmas day, December 25th, uh, Daryl's episode will be available this coming Friday. Uh, actually, so Daryl and I had a great time, shot the shit. Um, him and I were both on the same show on Sunday Night Absolute Comedy. I had, a, I had a great time on that show, and I'll tell you about it in just a minute. And today I recorded an episode of the a bonus episode with Bob Bloomer, who is a super cool dude. He's a celebrity chef. He had three shows on the Food Network, uh, Glutton for Punishment, The Surreal Gourmet, and World's Weirdest Restaurant, several seasons um, on these shows. And uh, I had a new book come out recently. So I got to read the book. I, I spoke with him and, uh, and had a great time. What a great dude. Um, that episode is available this Friday, which is the 18th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so definitely check that out. It's a fun episode. Uh, super fun. Um, I did another meal box and I did a couple of those. I had my mom over when no one was home. So we were able to, uh, to do that. A lot of fun. Um, I did, uh, like I said, I did a spot at absolute comedy and, uh, it was fun. It was just a little guest spot. And I remember just, um, it was so funny. So my favorite moment on stage was when, uh, I'm standing on stage and I'm talking about how, like since COVID and quarantine that the fact that our government has been like taking care of people who are out of work because of the quarantine, right? Like you shut down entertainment venues. Well, guess what? Comedians cannot comed anymore. <laughs> so, uh, I was just saying how, like, I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm up here. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I've been in quarantine. I've, I love that I'm financially secure at home. I can sit around with my pants off and do nothing. And I go, which tonight is a pretty big, you know, thing as much as I'm a lazy guy. 
I really got to, you know, reevaluate myself because I'm like, I can basically be sitting at home and getting paid to do nothing, or I can come here tonight and work for free. And I'm like, and I just tap my forehead, which was so funny to me because I was doing a free guest spot. So that's the funny thing. I'm like, stay at home and get paid to do nothing, or I can come here and work for free. How fucking stupid am I? That was my favorite thing. And it just came to me while I was on stage, which I thought was funny. It's, it's just sitting there talking about being lazy, stuck in quarantine. And it was so funny. And then Daryl had, there's like these skinny girls, skinny, uh, I'm not body shaming them, but they were just thin. I don't know what the proper term is. Uh, not well fed. <laughs> I don't know. But um, there were these, these very good looking, um, not heavy set uh, girls, women, ladies uh, there. And at one point, like Daryl's on stage and I guess they their, their wings, they had a basket of wings amongst the three of them that came. And Daryl's just like, oh my God, you guys, it's so weird performing watching you guys eat wings. And he starts mimicking like the wings and their eyes wide and how small they are. And, and of course, when, you know, when he said that, they, the girls were like, oh, they stopped eating. He said, no, 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 don't, don't stop eating. Like, I, I don't want you to stop enjoying your food. Like. Because you guys look like you only get 40 calories a day anyway. So I don't want you to, to not, not eat it. It's so fucking funny. And then he's just joking with them later, you know, talking about like different things about the audience, whatever. He's like, you know, these people are this people are, he goes, these girls are too full to laugh. They've had a wing, you know? And then he joked about how it's like, you know the deal, right? You suck off the sauce and then I eat the wing and that's, that's our calories for the day. It was just hilarious. It was just a fucking fun show. We had a, we had a, <laughs> we had a good time. It was good seeing, it's good getting to see my buddy on stage again. Still fucking hilarious, dude. Like I said, his interviews out on Christmas day. So what a great, uh, what a great time. Uh, what a magical time in our lives. Um, finally. Okay. So this, I'm just gonna tell you guys about the little, the little thing I watched on YouTube and we'll, uh, we'll call it a night. Um, Oh, what time is it? Oh yeah. Having the best day of my life. So much fun killing ourselves with words. Yeah. Um, I saw a guy, I don't remember his name on YouTube and I have seen a few of these things that he's done since because I watched the video. I made the mistake. I watched the video. Now it's fucking sending me this guy's shit. Um, I think it's cause it was like a 13 minute long video and I watched the whole thing. So this guy built, uh, he was trying to protect the bird feeder from squirrels. So some of you may have seen this, this, this video could be years old for all I know. That's the thing with YouTube is like, you see something like, Oh, isn't that cool? And it's like fucking five years old or 10 years old or whatever. So he sends me, or sorry, I, he sends, I was on Facebook. I looked at my, my friend's kid was like saying the, the months of the year, which was cool. And then it went to this, like this backyard squirrel obstacle course. So the video is the guy's trying to protect the bird feeder because squirrels are always in the bird feeder. So he puts the bird feeder up on top of this post underneath the post is like a box filled with walnuts. So he tested several different types of nuts all together and the squirrels went after a particular one. So he gave them their biggest reward, the ones that they were after, um, you know, so walnuts. So he puts that, puts that in the box and then he builds like this, like ninja warrior, series of posts with different kind of obstacles and, and puzzles for these squirrels. stuff. he, he, he coats all of the posts that are all these on with something. So the so squirrels can't climb the post. Cause your first thought be like, why doesn't the squirrel just climb the post and get up the thing? They can't. And, and you see in the video, they, they try, they, they fail. So they have to maneuver this course and there's like a maze. There's like pressure plates that'll drop. So if they stop and linger too long, they drop, um, different kinds of things, jumps where they have to jump from, you know, post to post to post. It was really cool. So I won't ruin it for you, but it was a fun video to watch him describe everything. No animals were harmed and everything was like, you know, it, it was, it was, it was really interesting to see. So, um, 
I, I spent 13 minutes watching the design of this thing, learning about each section of the course and then, uh, and then just seeing several different squirrels trying to navigate this thing. And he's updating you because as they, as they try multiple times, they start to develop strategies for certain points and things like that. So, um, if you're, if you're laying around in bed, looking for an excuse to not get out of bed and you're on your phone, just be like, honey, I can't get up yet. I'm watching this video that Josh said you got to watch. I don't even know what to call it. Just, just squirrel obstacle course or squirrel ninja warriors or whatever it is. I'm sure you'll find it, but, uh, it was, it was funny too. And he even has this little celebration thing at the end where when the squirrels get the thing that it's almost like a jackpot where the box drops open, all the nuts pour out and these flags unroll. And the funny thing is, um, yeah, well, I don't want, I don't want to ruin it for you. Cause it's funny when this thing, like, you know, let's go of the, the nuts, whatever, just to see what happens with the squirrels. It's, it's fucking hilarious. So, uh, that's the one man podcast this week. Bang, bang. All right. Lots of yelling, screaming, soapboxing. Happy holidays to you guys. If you celebrate, uh, if you're, if you're Catholic or Christian or whatever, Merry Christmas to you. Um, you know, for me, I would love for you guys to order one of the boxes. They are coming. We are going hard, 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 hard on the quality of these objects, uh, in the box. So contact at one man If you're interested, uh, just, I just need to know what, you know, sizing and stuff like that. I would love to have this up to you. It's going to ship sometime, uh, in the new year. Uh, I don't know how you guys would want it if you want it so that, you know, I ship them out the, the week that I record the episode. Like, should you be getting these things at the same time as the 200th episode, or do you want them in advance of its celebration? It'd be so funny if I send them out to you like episode 196 and then like my equipment breaks or whatever, then there is no 200th episode. Or maybe, ooh, wouldn't that be a sleazy deal for me to record episode 200 is only on the USB? That would be pretty funny, is episode 200 is only for the 25 people who order the box. Ooh, that's my evil fingers on the desk. Hmm, that's an idea to play with. Who knows? But hey, if you want to, listen, one way to guarantee you're going to get a 200th episode is to order that box. Contact them on my podcast.com. Happy holidays. I will talk with you guys again before, uh, before Carissa Mas. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. I got more stuff coming down the pipelines. Uh, interviews are picking up. Um, I I've collaborated with another friend of mine who has his own podcast, uh, bigger than mine. Um, and, uh, he's been a guest on my podcast before, but he's been getting a lot of big guests lately. And we just talked about how, like, I'm going to be sending him some of mine. He's going to be sending me some of his, uh, so you guys might see even bigger names come into this thing. Um, but I'm loving everything. I love you guys, each and every one of you, whether you agree with me or not, know that I love you as a human being, love you as a person. Uh, have a great week. I will talk to you guys again soon.